All right, guys, what is happening? We are back again, another episode of the Off Track Experience. Um, this one's a bit different, actually. This one's, I guess it kind of embodies what I want to do with the podcast down the track. I've, I've got a goal in mind that eventually I'd love to set up my van or actually buy a new van and kit it out with like soundproofing and actually travel around Australia and actually just meet heaps of cool people and just kind of do a podcast on the move. And I think you'd go and find a heap of different people that obviously wouldn't normally I guess travel to a location to a podcast or people you just kind of meet along the way so this one's kind of like I guess maybe the start of that happening but I was in Byron Bay and I was just um, got back to my van after going for a ride and a guy that was parked in front of me also had a van and we started chatting about what we're doing and where we're at in life and everything that's kind of been happening in our lives and we got along super well like just just ridiculous considering like we just met this person and we were kind of on the exact same path or journey whatever you want to call it and instantly instantly hit it off and i think it's quite rare to find someone that you can just connect with instantly and that is on that same path but not only the same path at that same point on that path with you so we we hit it off immediately we started um we actually went snorkeling the next day and hung out and as we were chatting we kind of got the, the great idea i'm like this should be recorded and we should actually do something with this so um got the opportunity to sit down with dylan and we got to um got to have this chat and i really really enjoyed it it was um not in, not a, like anticipated and it was kind of not really planned out or anything i didn't even write down questions we kind of just just had a conversation saw what came up it was um it was really cool it was really really cool person i'm really um happy to meet him and hopefully from this i might uh get a bit more into it and and try and just um i guess just just reach out to people that i think are cool if i meet someone in a spot no matter if they're into writing or just in general, if I find like I can find interest in them and I can feel like it can help the people that listen to this grow in some way and improve themselves, then why not? Like if it helps everyone, then that's the whole point of this. It's just to maybe spark an idea or motivate you or just help with a little bit of drive or just, just anything like that. So if just talking to a stranger you meet in Byron Bay does that to you, then this, this is, um, it's gone the right direction. And I really hope I can, um, I can keep meeting people like that and getting some ideas across and just, just making people feel good, motivating them and just, yeah, just adding to their, their drive and their, their want to better themselves. And I know that's been this whole, the whole motive behind this podcast is just to learn and grow as a person. And I feel like meeting someone like this and having this back and forth really does that for me and puts me in a good mindset. So I hope you guys enjoyed as much as I did. It was um, it was a cool experience and just something that I didn't see coming, but I'm really happy it did happen. So I hope you guys enjoy. Cheers. It has to be like something that's like you ask a question, you have an answer, and then it just like that's how it works or something like like along those lines where like all it should be is just you're having a conversation. Hmm. And I think like people get this like, I, I don't know, they almost change how they talk because they, they're like, I always look at it's like the same as public speaking, like because it is really. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like you just do it in a different like setting or format, I guess you'd say. So, and that's one of the things you know. I was saying I'm like ter- like well, I was scared of public speaking as a kid, yeah. and I think that's someone. Um, what they say they said most of the things you try and strive towards in your life all come a base of trauma as a child. So it's like it's so linked to like. <laughs> that the trauma of like I want to do a podcast but that's probably linked to the trauma of like public speaking as a kid hmm. yeah I think this is um this is actually one of my fears even even this I'm intimidated a little bit because really? of the idea of it right? yeah but why do you I think- feel like I can't think of the things to say normally because now I know that it's being recorded yeah, or something yeah. it's like 
But dude, even think because I know when I first started doing these, I thought the exact same. And mm-hmm. you've got that little voice in your head, like, well, people are going to hear it. But the thing I just tell people now, I'm like, man, like, let's just have a chat. And whether it's good or whether it's bad, like, it doesn't matter. Like, I want, like, if you don't want me to put it out, I won't put it out. Like, it's a yeah. thing. Like, I think about how cool is it to have a podcast because it's like it's just a journal, but it like you can feel like the emotions in your voice. You can feel like the tone of how you're speaking, and like that's it. Like, you see people that um, have, like, old movies when they're kids and stuff. Like, their grandparents have, like, film or something yeah. like that. And it's just, like, how cool is, like, living back in that time? But, like, at the time, you probably think whatever. But with a podcast, it's, like, you can go so into, like, mm-hmm. an idea. And it's it's just, like, people compare it to, like, being around a campfire kind of thing. Yeah. But this is actually how, like... I've got like a, a like a kind of goal or dream in my head about like this podcast because it's called the Off Track Experience and the whole idea would be later on in life like get a van or a bus or something and set up a studio on the bus or in the van like wow. soundproof studio yeah and like drive to somewhere like Byron Bay and meet someone on the beach or something and start chatting to them and like if I find them as interesting as you, then it'd be like, well, let's go to like a podcast in the van. And then like, you'd meet so many. Oh, on the road podcast. Yeah. yeah because you're meeting so many people when you travel yeah. and, um, yeah, you meet people every day when you travel alone. Mm. Um, I find when it's so easy just to strike up a conversation and you just get to know so many people and especially you attract so many different types of people into your life, depending on like where you are and all those situations that you get into and, well, you got to put yourself out there. Yeah, you just kind of say, hey, how's it going? And I don't know, things just happen if you're a friendly person and outgoing and um, things just happen. Well, what are yeah. the, like, the odds of us meeting because you just parked your van in front of my van and we were suddenly like cross paths and that like, like I was only there for like back at my van for like 10 minutes and you're obviously coming back to get something. Like what are the odds of us meeting in that like that time? Yeah, it's just it just lines up. The synchronicities line up from <laughs> yeah. the timing of, yeah. But do you feel, do you feel like Byron Bay like that's a place where you feel like that's just it almost seems like that happens too. Things happen in Byron Bay <laughs> like that probably every day. Probably, yeah. yeah, for so many different t- people too. Yeah. Yeah, I I was just going for the lighthouse tour and going for a walk around and seeing all the views and did the hike and came back and I was just coming back to my van to. Uh, just to go to the campsite and meet yeah. my friends and then I see you there and I just like that's a sweet setup <laughs> I loved how it, it was just organized clean and it looked mint yeah yeah so what do you actually like what have you like talk, talk us through like because obviously you're a Canadian yeah. but like coming to Australia and like traveling around like talk us through like the last six months of like I guess your life and like wh- what has like led you to get to Byron Bay hmm Well, I was, I've been in um, Victoria for maybe five or six months and I was working as a plumber there and um, this, all the COVIDs lock everything down and it was one of the worst places to be in the world for a time. It felt like in Victoria, right? Mm. Just because there's like a five kilometer rule of leaving your house and um, because there's like 700 cases a day for the higher ones, that's what was happening there. And um, so they were really strict on that. Mm. So I was pretty much working. I was working a lot. It wasn't that exciting my last six months, but I know that I was craving adventure. Mm. I learned the whole uh, plumbing, Australian way of plumbing. Uh, Was it much different than Canadian? It's all kind of the same, but it's just different ways of connecting the pipe. Yeah. Like different fittings, different uh, words to use, because plumbing is a language of itself. Yeah. Right? Um, 
Yeah, it's different. It's different, but um, you pick up on it quick. If you can plumb in Canada, you can plumb in Australia, yeah. vice versa. It, it works both ways, kind of. You just might you just might be slower at it because yeah. you got to pick up on it a little bit. Yeah. But I think it's easier in Australia all around. <laughs> it's more Things like are that. simpler. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so then you just started moving around now because you um, had a pretty like monumental change where like as soon as the borders open up, you had a bit of a moment where you just like let's let's yeah, get out of here. Yeah, I was actually um, deep into like meditation every day, and I kept asking like um, just like praying mm. and saying. Um, we kind of like asking within. like. Wh- show me my purpose Mm. you know like i want to do something meaningful that can change the world or like kind of asking that but in prayer form yeah through meditations and stuff and i just felt the call to come to the east coast of australia so i had a girlfriend at the time i ended up communicating with her that you know it just wasn't really working out and i had a really good job and things were good with everyone there they loved me i liked them but I needed to make that change because that was what um, really was in my within my heart, right? Mm. That's what I was feeling. Even though my mind was like, stay, you got a girlfriend, um, you got a stable job, and it's pretty good money, and I got stability, financial support, I got love, I got friends, mm. like a few friends in my life, right? Mm. Through work colleagues, housemates, and uh, my girlfriend you almost felt kind of complacent with just being in that that setting i wasn't growing enough i felt yeah i felt there was just i don't know i just got the calling to come over did you feel like like borders were open and (laughs) i was like i gotta go did you leave straight away as soon as i opened you were just yeah the day after (laughs) i left on the 23rd and the borders opened on the 23rd and Uh i gave my two weeks notice prior like i planned it out so it just worked out perfect see even in that sense like i did the exact same well i left on the 24th yeah. But like both in that same mindset where it's just like, we don't know why, but you've just got this feeling like you've got to do it. And after being locked down for so long and then it's mm. just a stress. It's, I don't know. I find there's like so many similarities between, I guess, what you are doing, what you've done, how you think, where you are, like all these things. And even like before we were talking about like, even just the, the fact of like books we've read or are reading and like people we like look up to, it's just like the crazy amount of like similarity and then for those like two people to actually meet in a place is pretty like it's like a weird like we're saying about like a lottery almost like what are the odds of that happening at that yeah. time at that place in that moment and having so many similarities is just like it's a bit of a a trip that I guess mm. we're in a place that's a, tri- a bit of a trip in the first place. Yeah, like I had a sense that like okay I got out, I was calling to go to Byron Bay. Yeah, and so and I just knew like magical good things were going to happen like this is it this is them we're all like the spiritual healers come and yeah people seeking for like zen and just wanting to i don't know just i always hear good things about it and now i'm here and good things are happening <laughs> yeah did it feel like it was almost like instantaneous when you got here that things started to kind of like move in that direction or was it kind of like did you feel like a build-up coming here like like you almost felt like good stuff started to happen as you came here was it like kind of like you got here and you just like you just felt the day i left it was just everything i was flowing with life and i was every single day was new coming here and Mm. it was all just it felt like a dream (laughs) just like every everything was just happening in right order yeah um but there's a few like hiccups along the way like a vehicle breaking down and like a little bit of a car accident in sydney (laughs) i had and uh 
a few things happened along the way that were stressful, but um, it all led to the place. It all led to meeting the right people at the right time. It was mm. all in synchronicity, mm. and it was all the right lessons that I needed to learn along the way. Yeah, and uh, like we said, it was all working out in um, divine order, like the way it should be. Yeah, that's like we said, like the how we met, like that wouldn't have happened if your car didn't break down, yeah, or if you didn't have that accident, or like mm-hmm. something you could look at being a negative didn't happen. But realistically. Yeah. It, is just as much of a positive because it got you to the point you are now. Yeah, those negatives and those moments, uh, they turn into a positive in the future, but you just don't realize it. You can only connect the dots looking back. You can't connect the dots looking forward. Mm. So when you look back at the scenarios that happened, you can connect it all and see how, why, and why they all happened to where you presently are now. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool way of thinking, isn't it? Because then you kind of stop looking at bad things happening. You just look at things happening. Like, and what did someone say the other day? It's just like, it's not, it's not, it's not something that's in the way, it's on the way. Mm. And it's all like building towards, you don't know what, but it's building towards something. And if you look at it as building towards something good, then it's probably going to be something good. If you look at towards building towards something bad, it's most likely going to be something bad. Mm. What yeah. Are they, yeah. What is it? If you, if you say you can or you say you can't, either way you're right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like uh, all the positive experiences in your life, you can trace it back to a negative experience mm. that had happened that actually turned the tables in your life to be where you are now. Mm. Yeah. It's a pain teacher, man. The pain teacher, one hell of a teacher. But it's crazy to think, yeah, that that after like both had like obviously journeys and coming that yeah, it, it came together here. But um, what's the plan now? Like what's, you just keep, just keep doing doing you just every day is a new day just kind of going with the flow yeah well yeah i got a board now i got a surfboard and i want to continue <laughs> surfing and um just when i surf magical things happen like I, i'm just in a state of flow mm. and then I'm, I, when you surf you get in that state of flow but then you carry it on you carry it on into your everyday life so you can easier easier easily be in a state of flow while you're living mm. that's how i kind of see it or that's how it works within my life and just things just work out easier and you know connections are made easier i got a bit of more of a glow after i'm in the ocean when i come out it's like i'm I'm vibrating high at a higher frequency Mm. and i just i feel more alive and connected to everything after being in the ocean surfing did you did you always have that or was that something that like yeah yeah i remember when i was in high school i was like 15 years old and i've never surfed before and I went on a football trip down to um, down to Oregon um, on the west coast of the USA, and uh, and that was the first time I saw really big waves crashing in the ocean. Even though we were playing a football game, we're getting ready to go play football. I remember I just um, we were at the hotel and it's near the beach, and even like the day before our game, I was I woke up early and I jumped in the ocean, and it just felt so alive. Mm. I was the only one up earlier than everyone and I was in the ocean just playing around and I just had this feeling that I never felt before yeah. and it was the feeling of being in those big waves where I was like this is amazing mm. like, uh, you felt that like you felt like you were drawn to it I felt like I was drawn to it yeah and I was more excited about the ocean than I was playing uh, the football game when I was uh, yeah like 15 <laughs> So that was like my first experience of really feeling fully alive in the ocean and like the power of it. It Mm. was pretty surreal. Did you make a change then from that point where you just like... Yeah, I started surfing after that. 
straight after that? Did yeah. you drop the football or you kept playing? Yeah. I had one of the best games of my life too. <laughs> yeah, because I was. I yeah, you're in that. Yeah, you're in that flow state. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Sh- is that something you feel like? Is it hard for you to get to that flow state, or is that something that you can just kind of create when you are surfing? Like, is it almost like every time you surf, you get in that state, or is it something that you need to almost work towards? Hmm. I think it just kind of happens once you start catching waves. Mm. Uh, yeah, once you start catching waves, you'll, you'll get into that flow you just state. Just get into it, and even just feeling the power and like, um, you know, surfing is a great teacher. Um, it can teach you so many different things. It can be the most intense thing you've ever experienced but then it can also be the most calming thing you've ever experienced mm. so it's like the the complete opposites come together yeah, it's like the whole yin and yang of the yin and yang yeah. yeah yeah that's something like even with like mountain biking like we talk about getting in the flow state but it's something that's like kind of elusive to try and find like there's been like you know when obviously you've got you'd have different levels of kind of flow state but sometimes you just get in a state where you like you can't you can't do anything wrong like everything it just becomes this this thing that's never been so easy like you'll achieve something or hit a wave or drop into something and it'll, it'll look so challenging to everyone else but in your mind or in your head at that point it's like the easiest thing you've ever done and like you're not tired you're not out of breath you're not scared you're not worried you're in this state of just pure i'm doing exactly what i know i can do with the utmost confidence in doing that and there's like that's that is what my in my head the flow state like you're not out of breath you're not worried you're not panicked you're just in that very moment in that point and i think with like meditation and stuff that's what people try and strive towards is to get in that state of pure bliss but if you can do it while also competing or being in something you love like active meditation like surfing or or riding or whatever and like it's like another level of that because you're like you're it's like that you say it's like there's so much almost violence going on around you whether you're like smashing through waves or you're like going over rocks but at the same time you're so calm in that moment and it's like that whole yin and yang of like going into something so aggressive and so fast and so like angry like a massive giant wave or like a fast track or something but being so calm in that moment and i think that's like something that everyone should try and like find that calmness within a storm or 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 a wave or race but they don't do that they kind of just go along with the they don't find that it's so it's so tricky they just panic but do you find like there's ways that you've found to, to try and get in that state better or try and stay in it? Like why everything's kind of could be a panic or crashing around you, I guess. Hmm. <laughs> lots, <laughs> that's, lots of, that's a hard one. Lots of debunk. It yeah. just, it's just natural when you're, um, when you're in the water, it's, it just feels natural to, um, do that, but letting go of like resistance mm. or, um, letting go of thought, like there's no thoughts when you're in that state. It's just pure, um, presence mm. you're just so presently in there and i find i almost have short-term memory loss after when i'm in the flow state i don't even remember it really happening yeah I, yeah i can relate you to know that. yeah it's like say you're going down a track you're like did that just really happen like yeah. what you just went through well it's funny when like you have a really good race and you get to the bottom and someone asks you how was it and you're just like i, I don't know like you don't remember because you, your brain's not it's all it's doing is reacting it's mm. not it's not like it is analyzing but it's so quick and then reaction it's not like something you're like oh what am i doing make sure you do this it's just all reaction and that's the state of just so it's just like bliss really is it like you get in that point and it's pretty incredible to be able to like you say do that every time you surf you can get into that state and just be in it and then that uplifts you to just become a better person in general that is something that i think people need to find more of like find that thing that 
uplifts them and like makes them feel that way because that's like you found it you 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 know it and then you go after it it's not like even the sad thing is when people know what does that for them but then doesn't chase it they just like they know this could be really good but they just like oh they'll come up with like excuses or like internal dialogue why they can't do it or why they shouldn't do it and then like you said it will just like they don't they don't chase it they don't have that that want or that fear they just like they they just back off and don't do anything like to follow their dreams or to just 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 in like or just just say for you surfing's something that you know makes you feel good yeah and lifts you up. but someone else would probably know the same thing but they won't surf mm. for because they've got to work or they've, they've yeah. had a rough day or mm. it's it's too hard to drive to the beach like they build up this resistance in their head to do that when they, they like it's just sad that they just they should just do it like and it's just funny that you've you've seen that but it's good that you've actually gone after that you haven't just been like because like you said you could have stayed in melbourne and had like yeah. this comfortable life and kept doing that but like there's so many like look at all the things you've done already and the yeah. people you've met and like that wouldn't have that wouldn't have been a thing at all yeah so one thing i um was the financial security of just having a job and realizing yeah okay i'm here i'm financially supported and all this stuff and then um but throwing that away and just having trust with everything that will work out and um just realizing that things will work out and in your favor and trusting that like trusting yourself and um trusting the process of just jumping into the unknown with complete uncertainty not knowing what's going to happen but having that optimism like being really optimistic and always like expect the best, uh, expect positive things to happen. And, um, yeah, that would, <laughs> <laughs> I get, no, I get what you're saying hundred percent, man. Yeah. That's uh, what kind of creates it and being in the flow of even while you're traveling, um, through from place to place and seeing new things, meeting new people. Well, just, it just, it picks up momentum so quickly. Yeah. And it's that's the momentum. That's yeah. what it is. And yeah. like momentum's a, it's a powerful force like once you have it it's it's hard to stop in Just a certain keep, way keep rolling keep rolling yeah. and it's yeah that's something that if like when you when you see it and when you start to to get like momentum you need to just run with it like that's the point i think when you get like when you start like don't stop like that's like you've you've it, it's taken you however long to get that momentum use it now like build from it mm, yeah and sometimes there will be speed bumps there definitely will be speed bumps and obstacles that you mm. have to pass say like a broken down vehicle while mm. you're traveling across the country um those things you just have to remain optimistic and hopeful and realize that yeah it's going to be all right you know how how like what happened with that so you're in sydney and then the van just i was thinking yeah well, my clutch went. It was, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was actually just a clutch cable that snapped. And I oh, didn't okay. even engage the clutch. Yeah. So it was it was a quick fix. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, you know, I'm on the side of the road for six and a half hours. The first tow truck came, and he was going to take me to the wrong address, and it was all like organized through the RAC. Yeah. Which would just um, they were supposed to cover it and do the addresses, but he's like, I can't take you to this other mechanic that I was supposed to go to. It's a long story. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. But that could then just like that could just crush like well not crush but like that could put a dampener on everything and then yeah, like that momentum could just be stopped there and you yeah could the look momentum at it. could be stopped there yeah. but then I was remaining optimistic and like yeah everything will be fine you know okay I'm here there's an op shop across I'm just gonna go look in there find <laughs> some sweet shirts <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole thing there yeah, about a dollar a shirt that's awesome oh. but they're like really nice quality shirts like this shirt right here dollar you know? yeah there right. you go that's the whole thing man like the whole, like <laughs> something bad happens 
just look at the positive. Like at the at the moment, I'm living in a house, and then we've got a cat that's um it got shot, and it's like got it's missing one of its legs. It got shot by a farmer. Yeah. And like you look at that, like oh the poor thing, and everyone starts like oh that sucks for the cat. It sleeps better than any other cat I've ever seen because it's so just like it just relaxes and kicks back, and it's got this little nub on its arm, <laughs> and it's the most like I'm like you lose an arm, you're probably gonna sleep better. Like look at it like that. But that's how like how else would you want to look at it? Like imagine just say you lost your arm for whatever reason in a, in a car accident and like would you rather have a missing arm and a shit attitude or would you rather have a missing arm and go I'm like you'd be content and be happy because I'm like yeah. I never understand the thing when something bad happens to someone like would you want a broken down car and a shit attitude or to feel shit it's like no you just have a broken down car and you feel really good and go to an op shop and get some cool clothes like yeah. those obstacles shouldn't change like those external forces shouldn't affect your internal because like like what like why should they and that's like we were talking about before how like so many people now have so many external forces that do like even to my like i can't i'm not i'm not perfect yet or like i can't stop them some things do come in and i think i'm just get better at like rejecting them or pushing them out but did you feel like you have always kind of like not really cared so much about the external forces or was that something you had like a moment where you're just like okay like you just kind of push it away and you're like not nah, what I how I feel is how I feel and no one's really going to break into that I think I was um when I I've always been like that as a kid and just always kind of positive about things and just have a positive attitude and a good outlook about things and I've never really complained about much you know and I've done a lot of reading and just learning about you know, positive affirmations and mindset, how that will attract things and just diving deep into the law of attraction, realizing what you think will vibrate through your body and then you will attract, um, you'll attract that, you attract what you've, what you're vibrating yeah. on a quantum level, right? Yeah. And um, so if you're thinking negative, you're going to go in a downward spiral. That's why so many people are depressed because of negative thinking or they're outside circumstances um it's like you know they keep getting weighed down by their thoughts and then bad things keep happening to them mm, but if you're attracting the bad yeah. but even when negative's happening that's the hardest thing to do when bad things are happening in your life to remain positive and um vi- visualize better things happening and that's one of like the harder things to do because everything's going to shit mm. And it's, but when you can do that, that's when the magic happens because you're going to break through that wall of those bad things happening to you mm. and it's going to be better than you ever imagined, mm. uh, better than you expected if you remain optimistic during the negative times. Well, that's the thing. That's when you do all your, like your growth is, is, is mm. in the negative times. Like it's yeah. funny how many times do you think when like life's going so well, like it's, it's, it's really good, but you never like, I'm learning so much now. Like you never just like, what is this teaching me in a way? You're almost like you just enjoy it then like you don't you don't really like it's so funny because you like you don't i don't know it's not it's not to say you don't learn from success or like good things because you do you do learn a lot from that as well but Mm. it's like not even close to what you learn from when you're struggling or when you're in pain and like we said it's so it's it's almost like it's tricking our brains to reprogram ourselves to like negative isn't a negative it's just like a step in getting better and it's just like people are so put in this mindset of like pain is like a negative and like hardship is a negative and heartbreak is a negative when really it's just like, no, they're just all tools to build you into a better person. Yeah. So it's like, stop looking at them as like negatives and start looking at them as just like tools. 
and it's like, well, I, I, want, I want to have more tools so I can do more things and attract more people and be in more places and all those things. But mm-hmm. did you feel, did you have like a mentor or something to get into this or your parents or did, how like, because it just seems like, was there a pushing force or did you just have a moment when you said, I just wanted to like focus on, I guess, like reading and law of attraction and just being that person or was that something that was kind of instilled in you from like a parent or... Uh, as I left high school, I wasn't really into high school and reading in high school, but I find that a lot of books that I read, it's like having a conversation with the author and those people can be your mentors because you're getting in the mindset of who, what books you read. And I started getting into a lot of self-development books and, uh, positive affirmation books, uh, new age spirituality books. And um, just people who I found were interesting and intriguing and um, reading their autobiographies like Steve Jobs and just um, seeing how people operate. And I found um, so my mentor, the mentors of my life are, I'd say, books. Yeah. The people, the things I read. And um, Well, you just get to see how they think. Yeah, you can see how they think and it gives you, it makes you think in a different way. Yeah. You can see perspective from how they were or mm. if you want to... Um, Whatever you want to achieve in life, right? Whoever mm. you want to be like, you know, um, be around those types of people. Mm. And attach um, yourself to those people, yeah. Yeah, because you become who your top five closest friends are or whatever, right? So even if you spend a lot of time alone and you're reading, some of those books that you're reading and those authors that you're reading, they can be some of your closest friends as in who, what you're associating yeah. with your mind, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Just because you're not around them physically doesn't mean that's that doesn't mean you're not around them. And honestly, like most of the yeah. time, you just want to be around people mentally, not physically anyway. So it's just like you're getting that out of them. Yeah. But you just, you found that from probably the age of just after leaving high school and you just... Yeah, maybe like early 20s um, and beyond that. And it's just been a journey. It's been, you know, every year is different. and But it's always just been inspired to read books and always wanting to read learn as much and grow as much as I can realizing that you know life is short but if you live it right you can it can feel long and um and you just learn as much as I can while I'm here yeah that's just what I feel is good right yeah and, uh, yeah it's and, just and you were saying before as well it's addicting almost I know yeah I know the like feeling. learning it can be addicting and coming to realizations and when you read one book and another book and then they're connecting yeah like that book connects to that book even though it's like wow all this stuff connects all this information is connecting that's when it's like holy crap like you're feeling inspired and like <laughs> wow there's a reason why I read that book and now there's a reason why I'm reading this one it's like they're connecting from different areas yeah and it all comes um, together and you even yeah. though it might be different wording but it's all the same idea yeah yeah and you were saying did you did you find because you're saying even now you want to start writing as well and that's something I've honestly I've been playing with it in my mind the idea of doing it and it wasn't until this morning where I sat up in um, that tree house and I just wrote for like three hours about this article and putting out a writing article and I just was like so invested in it and so happy doing it and I was just like oh my god like and this was something I had a fear of and now I'm just like like you said you're attracted to it you're like it's almost like an addiction but it's like such a good thing to be addicted to but did did you feel with your writing you just kind of started reading and then they all kind of started to like form together and then you had this idea to start writing or was it just something that you've kind of always had um it kind of formulated um 
throughout the process of just reading when I read a book I always want to try and remember it but I realize like it's so hard to remember everything you've read mm. so I just have a notebook where I take down I write down like I'll have a title say you know Steve Jobs autobiography for example and whatever I really found interesting even like books he read or how his diet was or his ideas of how he thought or you know he listened to Bob or sorry um, Bob Dylan yeah it was an inspiration of his I would write down certain things. Oh, listen to this album by Bob Dylan. And yeah. that was, was Steve Jobs' influence. So I'd just write down key points that resonated with me through each book. Yeah. And have a book. So that is an, um, an inspiration for my writing. And I just kind of come back to this book. And I kind of, if I want to feel inspired or get ideas flowing again, you just go into that book and you kind of read what books that you read the book that you read, right? Yeah. But all the main ideas. It's kind of just like highlighting it, but you write it out. Yeah, and then like it sticks in your memory a bit better yeah. as well. At the when same you time. write it out, you retain the information like so much better than yeah. just reading it. But if you teach it to someone, you retain it almost a hundred percent. So teaching that information <laughs> to someone else will actually help you, and it'll also help someone else. Yeah. So it's a benefits for both. Just everyone wins, hey. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I honestly know if I write it down, but yeah, I haven't really thought about the telling someone that as well. But then you start to tell, and it really cements it in your brain yeah no that's really cool so you literally just kind of made almost like a guidelines not guidelines but like an almost like playbook of like of, yeah. and like inspiring you or like encouraging your or creativity all in this one book yeah yeah from whatever books you're reading at that time or how long um, have you been doing this for just a couple of years um this one yeah this is new to me but it's um i'm getting to a point like okay what am i going to do with all this information yeah right um so i'm still working on that <laughs> <laughs> but it's better to have it and then yeah but i know i want to write a book of some sort one day it's within me i had a psychic um i was in new york in the hamptons yeah staying in a really nice place my friend's a record producer so i was visiting him and we went to like a burning man new york pre-party and there's thousands of people on the beach and we're just partying and but after that, this was like a decompression, go to the Hamptons, chill in a nice place. And the lady who owned the place was a friend of mine, and her name was Bobby. She's a professional jazz singer. Yeah. And then all the she, and then we're staying at her place, and she had this reading on me, uh, or sorry, she hit her head, and then <laughs> she had this psychic ability after she hit her head. Yeah. And now she's like, she's like, I'm a medium, and I can read into past lives. So she read into my past life. And uh, I'm just laying on the couch, and she's like holding my head, sitting on the end of the couch. And she read into my past life, and she said I was a professor in my past life <laughs> who was like a university professor. So I was always into books, reading, yeah. and how I had a family. And I was really unhappy because I had a family and I was tied down. Um, but I had all, I was very financially stable and um, all that stuff. But I wasn't happy that I was wasn't free within because I had a family and yeah. I didn't want to be a family man. Yeah. So maybe that is that. Like, I'm thinking and then hearing that and how I am just naturally how I am, always wanting to read and learn and grow. Mm. Like maybe that is like the old professor from a past life in me having that desire to keep learning and growing. Did that reading affect you? Like did that change the way or were you? Kind of. Just... I think about it. Like I think <laughs> yeah. about it a lot. It's like, done just something. Like, yeah. Okay, maybe because it kind of made sense with who I am as a person. Yeah. Right. Because I just met this um, lady, Bobby. Yeah. And um, on that trip, and she didn't know anything about me, right? But she's saying she all this that. other stuff. So. Yeah, it all lined up. 
So I just, um, yeah, I think about it. I'm not like attached to like, okay, I'm a problem. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I get I'm you. Just, but I think just, about I, it like maybe it could be, right? Yeah. Well, we don't yeah. know. Like who, who knows? Uh, who knows know. what happens? Yeah. Do you feel like even now, like obviously with breaking up with the girlfriend and like traveling up here, are you just in a point where you just want to be free and explore mm. and just... Yeah, that's how I've always been. Um, I've traveled to probably 25 different countries, always been traveling and surfing and um, traveling for a surf and just mm. adventure and to experience and learn as much as I can about the world we live in. I feel like uh, I just want to see go everywhere and see everywhere and uh, um, yeah, um, so I feel like it does make sense because I'm really free. I want to have, I value my freedom very highly and I mm. always want to just travel and have no attachments, no long-term relationships. Um, so that's kind of just how my life has been just naturally. Yeah. And it does make sense from that past life reading of me being trapped in a family and wanting to travel. Yeah. Right? So that's why I'm such a free spirit and a traveler and I'm so curious just about life. Yeah. Perhaps. I still find find it a trip, man. Like the amount of similarities between the both of us is just like, you know, it gets to a point where you're just like, what's happening here? Like it's just (laughs) like so many different things. Even the whole thing about not traveling and relationships and whatnot. Did you find that was... Like, do you find that kind of hard because you will meet people and you will, like, have these, like, relationships that are, like, it is, like, it's, it's amazing, but it's almost like the back of your mind, you're like, it's just not, it's not realistic for where I am in my life right now. And that, it's, do you always have a point where you're like, am I ready? Am I not ready? And, like, you've got to look within and be like, okay, because I know I've had plenty of times where I've met girls and I've fallen in love, which is what I thought was love, and then like that thing that freedom i just want to be free and it's not even like to be to be with other people it's just to be able to hop in my van or hop on a plane or be in another country and like not have anyone wondering where i am or what i'm doing like and to be complete. being able to hook up with someone if you see a beautiful happened, girl yeah, and not, not having something holding you back from yeah experiencing life fully where you are right yeah and it's like people like people can say that's just selfish but i'm like i don't like it can be selfish like i just want to do what i want to do and be with what i who i want to be and live this life why I can live it because like you said like once you do have a family and these commitments and certain jobs and whatnot you'd lose that it's like why you got it experience it be in it be in it as much as you possibly can but I think people also mirror their um, negatives onto that because they I think deep down want to do something like that but again the fear thing holds them back or the the comfort that they live in holds them back and then they see someone doing it and then they get this resentment for you because you're doing what they want to do and then they can come at you and say it's, I don't know, maybe not selfish, but just like you, it's just a tricky one, man. It's like, because I've, do you, do you, you've obviously would have met girls along the way and had probably like, not maybe not falling in love, but had really good connections with people. But then you almost know you're just like, well, I'm going to leave, I'm going to go. And then it's that. <laughs> yeah, it's, that, a, it's a tricky one. Sometimes so you find a girl and you really like this girl is beautiful. Mm. and I I really just I have so much love for this girl and Mm. she also feels the same way for me Mm. and then um, and then you just leave (laughs) but it's like uh, (laughs) because I don't know know, it's no I know what you mean man it's like and it's it's like wow this could be the one like I could I could see myself being happy with this girl living a good life yeah uh, but do you also I don't know do you also find with like the whole law of attraction and all that like if it's meant to be, it's kind of meant to be. Like, that's the thing. It's just like, you might meet a person now and then 
you might keep living your life and then just say five years, 10 years, a month, a year, like who knows what the time frame, but you might somehow cross paths again and then that might be like the spark or something. So yeah. it's always like you look at, you look at just because you left or you're leaving, it's just like, it doesn't mean it's done. It doesn't no. mean it's over. You always leave a, you know, leave on good terms with as many people as you can in life and mm. always try and do the right thing and just express this is just where I'm at in my life and um, I respect you and, uh, you know, you just explain what's, do you know, what's on your mind, right? Do you almost have a thing as well where I like, I'll be with like a girl, like gorgeous and young and beautiful and all that. And I'm almost like, I want you to live more of your life because in a way, like you can grow with someone and you can experience so much. And, but then at the same time, I feel like at a certain age, like you should be young and free and be able to travel. And I don't want to hold you back or make you worry about me or, or, or change your experience because of me which I, I don't know people say it's a weird way to look at it but I'm like I want you to live as much life as you mm-hmm. possibly can yeah. why I want to live as much life too like I wouldn't want you to do anything less than what I'm doing so I feel like it's 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 hard to find people though that like I guess see it in the same light or the same way no, I understand what you're saying because you want them to live a full life and be happy and you don't want you to be the person to hold them back mm. in a way because you really care and appreciate for that person. You mm. want to see them thrive and um, experience this world in a beautiful way. Mm. And uh, yeah, I understand I had a relationship where um, it was long distance and we decided to be open because we would only see each other so often. And it was... Um, it was my first type of experience like that, but um, I, I felt bad that we wouldn't see each other for so long. I know it's a weird way to think of it, but, um, no, but I wanted is. her to live her life fully and just like not just because she was like 19 and I was like, you yeah, know, and that's and like, I was like, you're just waiting for me to come back all the time. And yeah, I don't know. I was wanted her to be free and to um, just experience whatever she needed to experience at yeah. that age right well that's such an age where you just you are want meeting, to hold her back right? yeah you are meeting new people you are going places and if you are in that relationship you almost feel like yeah like tied down to this person and you feel guilty even if you're not doing anything that you should feel guilty for you just feel guilty because you paint this picture in your head that you should because of whatever yeah. um influence you've got from other people or yourself and it's just like you just want to be free sometimes. Yeah, but uh, that relationship was very painful at the same time because I learned a lot of lessons of honesty and uh, just, you know, dishonesty or mm. just a lot. It, w- it was good to learn by experiencing a relationship like that, learning how to, about your emotions and, yeah. Were you the same age when... Were you, uh, were you... I was three years older. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you were kind of both emotionally in the same kind of... Yeah about that so you're kind of learning together yeah. as you were going yeah I was uh, I was living in a van at the time on an island off of Vancouver Island on Quadra Island yeah and I was working full time as a plumber and she was living down in Victoria that was about three and a half hour drive away yeah but I was busy working and she was down there and it was uh, yeah it was a great time though we had we had lots of fun it's yeah. true yeah it's tricky but, Some, someone told me the other day they said if something that brings you joy makes you sad when it's taken away you don't love it you just attach to it Hmm. so i was always thinking about that with like if you have a girl or girlfriend or something 
and like obviously she brings you joy and then she's taken away and that brings your anger or jealousy or whatever else you want to call it like you didn't love that person you were attached to them if you truly love them and they go and do what they need to do if you love them you love them doing whatever it is they're doing mm-hmm. and people don't have that people have so much resentment and jealousy and anger towards something that as soon as it's taken away it's not theirs and I think that's just like a mentality like a kind of like a child and they get their toy taken away and they suddenly get super angry and they, they're pissed off but then again they like they put the toy down and don't care about it. Like if they truly loved it and someone else, it's, it's probably weird using toy for an example, but it's yeah. like the same kind of like metaphor is like, you only probably want it because you're jealous of someone else. But it's just like, if you love it, you love what that person wants to do and like live their life. And you can, and you can maybe play a small part in it somehow or just be happy with what's happening mm-hmm. and enjoy that. Enjoy the, like what you had and what is happening now and not get so caught up in you know, jealousy and anger and all that other shit that comes along with it. Yeah, but when it comes to relationships and wanting to travel and you're in a relationship but that person's not ready to travel with you or doesn't have the right timing and it's just um, non-attachment that's what it is um, being detached but not in a selfish way maybe Mm. it is I don't know maybe it is being selfish it's just the timing man I think sometimes it's the timing of where your life is going and where that person's life is and um Sure, you can make it work, right, and compromise, but um, not every, not all the time. If if you really have to follow your heart, right, then yeah, just follow your intuition. <laughs> That's what I mean. When you feel it, you feel it. Yeah. But have you had moments where, like, you've almost uh, I don't know. It's like you have this internal battle with, like, like you say, is it the one, or is this? If I like, am I ready? Or and then you or do mm-hmm. I? This is what I want to do because I've had points where I've been with people where, like, you do get those feelings like, is this the one? But then there's those little internal voices that about like the whole freedom and traveling and moving and being this person you truly believe you are. And I've got this idea now when when you meet the right person, that like almost all those little voices and everything like that that changes. Like I feel like there's just a change that happens and you know. So I like to believe that that happens. I don't know. Like, I haven't found that person yet, but I believe when it does, like, you know, when people say, you know, you know. It's a knowing probably. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, it's probably like that attraction and that feeling is like so much stronger than like probably anything else you've ever felt. So yeah. I'm like, once you get that, then it's just like, whoa. But who knows when that's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, but even now, then, like, I'm at the same time, like, I'm almost like, I don't want to look for that. But then the thing you, when you're not looking is when you find it. But yeah. Imagine there's a lot of people in relationships now who are in relationships for years, but maybe it wasn't really right for them, but they've made it work. Mm. And, um, yeah, they've, uh, I don't know where I'm getting at this, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) no, 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 I get what you're saying, but they've made it work, but it might've not been the one, the one, but they've been scared to leave each other because of fear of being alone. Well, there's probably a lot of relationships, fear of being alone. Yeah. A lot of people are scared to be alone, but when, if you're a traveler or you, um, most of the time you're not scared to be alone Mm. and that's just, uh, have you, have you always kind of been like that with the whole being alone thing? Yeah. You know, I, I actually love my time alone because it's time for me to reflect. It's time for me to just be fully present with life and to, um, just really think, think, mm. think just being your meditate, head, yeah. be there. You know, you can become. Some people aren't um, content with being alone, but 
Mm-hmm. I can be content with myself, you know, through like certain practices like meditation or even reading because it's like there's so much to learn and mm-hmm. um, there's so much beauty to see. And you can actually be in your own flow rather than try and be in the flow of another person because mm. you can really flow with how things are going and just say, oh, I'm going to go here. Oh, I'm going to go there. This, yeah. yeah. But then when you're with someone, it's just you, you're, you're together now. Right? Yeah. It's like being a, you're attached to that person's idea. So sometimes it's easier flowing yeah. or traveling by yourself Yeah. in that sense. And as long as you love yourself, you know, you won't be alone. Yeah. Having that sense of just self-love and... Um, well, it's how are you supposed to love anyone else if you don't actually love yourself truly, like yeah. you don't understand it. But I know what you're saying there about traveling when you're by yourself, like there's no resistance. Yeah. There's no yeah. there's no outside influence or anything. It's just like, okay, I want to do this now. I'm going to do this. Yeah. But did you... Because I found I'm just starting to get in the whole idea of just being alone. Like I've always kind of, I think I've... I've always liked it to a certain extent. Like when I grew up, I grew up in like kind of a country farm where there's not that much. So I did, I was alone for a fair bit, but like just, I just literally just go on walks and be alone and think. And I guess that all kind of gets taken away with the whole thing of social media and stuff now because no one ever feels like, no one ever wants to be alone. They've always got everyone, literally everyone they know at the tip of their fingers. So no one no one wants to be alone and no one has to be alone realistically. Mm-hmm. So to really put yourself alone and be in those thoughts and be able to think is such a, a beneficial thing. But I think even now, like I'd always, when I travel, I'd always be looking to meet up with someone. Or ex- yeah. And I think it's not a bad thing. It like, isn't bad. It you're, isn't sharing a, a, you're sharing an experience rather than having that alone. Yeah, exactly. Right? But at the same time now, like I'm still doing that and meeting people but at the same time I'm spending a lot more time alone as well but the the best thing about it is like the time alone I'm doing so much more growing than I would where before I'm just constantly bouncing from person to person or place mm. to place Yeah. where now it's like okay I might see you or see a friend in Newcastle or Wollongong and see them for a day or two and then I completely just shut off and go back into just me for maybe two or three days and then I'll go meet up with someone else and I'll just be like this recharged person that has done everything I've wanted to do has learnt new things and then like put that out into the next person and then like build from them. So I think it's more of the, the again, just balance, man, like balance of being exactly. by yourself and balance about being around good yeah, people. Yeah, I think that's a key. What you're saying is the balance being balanced with people and balance with yourself. Mm. And, um, cause yeah, totally. Cause do you reckon, do you reckon like how do you see people are just out of balance now? Cause they're too attached to everything and everyone. Yeah, there's definitely um, some people love being alone and some people love always being with someone, right? Everyone's kind of different in that sense, depending on who they are, you know. But um, when you're even wait for traveling alone, you will meet people. You always meet people somehow, some way, even if you're not that friendly. Somehow you'll just meet people. It just happens, right? But if you are outgoing and just, um, oh, what's going on here? Or just like, how's it going? Or you just, I don't know, you always just end up meeting someone. Yeah. You attract the people who, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's even funny, like last night after um, after that girl gave me her number, that, like, that put me on this like new high where I just I just started just, just instantly being confident. Like I just I felt it and like you feel that energy in you and then like that becomes like I just started laughing heaps and like <laughs> having a good time. And I went um, to a bar with a friend of mine and we're there and you can just like, 
you can see like you're kind of drawing attention to yourself but in like a good way because you are happy and you are having fun and like the waiter would come over and then they'd start chatting to you and then you start like having a like dialogue with them and it's just like that's all attracted from how you're like yeah the vibration you're putting out and that all started from just like a bit of confidence but it's just like as soon as that change happens then you can go down this completely new path of like like you said meeting people and being a certain way that's going to attract more of the same people into you and then grow grow even more but it's a it's a cool thing man it's a really cool thing do you feel like do you oh, i don't know it's a, how do you how do i put it like because even with just talking to you, you seem very just like obviously calm and just like nothing really affects you too much but do you reckon does it take something to like really lift you up and like have like that vibration like i know you said surfing put you in a flow state but is there something that would happen that like almost like excites you like that girl gave me a number like that that like yeah. revved me up and like motivated me well it can range from anything from a beautiful sunset to meeting a wonderful girl who's giving you her number <laughs> like, this chick is hot <laughs> or meeting an awesome person and having a random podcast you yeah know? yeah and um just so many things it, it varies you know yeah um but it's just anything that can inspire you or just make you feel good and there's so much beauty to be seen while traveling, even if it's in the back fields or like in the back country of New South Wales or um, to a botanical garden, to a Japanese garden, a Chinese garden, mm. any type of garden or ocean or people. Yeah, that just, just that lifts you things up. Things can lift you up. Even reading a book can lift you up because you come to a new insight of something that you didn't understand before. Just so much can lift you up. Mm. Yeah. Do you so, feel like a real connection when you're just like in the ocean, in nature? Like, do you feel a different, different connection being in it? Or do you kind of just, you always just feel that like kind of connection with it? Or even with meditation, do you feel a different connection? Um, well, I feel it's like there's definitely a connection that you feel is dip, that's different from cities. Mm. I feel like being in nature, being in the ocean, it really connects you with nature it makes you just realize that we are one with everything mm. it like gives you a sense of oneness and a sense of inner peace and you see how the na- you see if you look at water you can see waves in a water mm. and you can see like actual the waves of that like there's waves all around us the mm. electromagnetic frequencies radio waves mm. but you just can't see that but when you look at water you actually you see, see the waves so you can see if it's a storm you can see if it's like a calm lake mm. You know, so you can get the feeling of it by looking at it mm. or even being in nature. If you just sit in nature, you can feel one with it and, and you see how it flows. It sways with the wind. It's going always with the flow. It's in harmony with each other. Mm. Unless maybe there's lightning or thunder or a forest fire or something like that. Then yeah. it might be a little more destructive, <laughs> but that's like uh, human nature. You know, you have the yin and the yang. You have creation. You have destruction. Yeah. As fast as you can create something, you can destroy something even faster. Yeah. Yeah. Did you feel like when you were in lockdown in Frankston, like did that, like you just crave that connection again because you felt like you were in the city? Because I know talking to friends from Melbourne, like they just felt like, yeah, it's like this is a time where you want to be in nature, when you want to appreciate what's here. And then it's like you get locked in a city where it does the polar opposite and normally would make you look at a screen or make you look at your, like, and then just like just build these bad habits bad ideas bad ways of thinking or looking at things like i feel like that like obviously not everyone does that but it can it can start that yeah you can definitely get stuck in a loop like that sir i can see how so many people are just on technology or watching lots of tv or they're stuck at home with no purpose no sense of purpose with nothing to do 
and that will lead people to be more depressed. You know, they're not exercising as much. Um, so a lot of, and not even connecting or seeing people. Yeah, it can definitely um, bring your hopes down, mm. right? But um, I didn't really feel that down. Uh, I felt pretty good. I had a sense of purpose. I was going to work. I was building homes for people. Um, you know, doing water systems. I was thinking every day using my head mm. through designing. You know, um, not designing, but just installing. Uh, water systems and houses and drainage systems and gas systems mm. and working with people who are pretty cool young and fun to be around right we're mm. always joking around laughing and then you come home and i had a girlfriend so i had there was like love there so if you have people in your life you know that are like positive especially mm. in times of uh the coronavirus like mm. when they're more isolated even if you can connect with them on a skype call that or like even a phone call or just being communication with people like that the people can bring other people up right yeah the amount of resilience you can have when you've got a group of people yeah community right and but the thing is you know no people over you know there's a lot of people who are living alone and don't even have family that live in the same city as them Mm. so that could be a challenge for some people right Mm. but if you're ever stuck in a slump you know you're allowed to go out for exercise anywhere for in a lockdown right Mm. in melbourne you're allowed out for exercise that was one of the essential things yeah so right when you exercise if you exercise every day you'll bring your whole like mindset up like there's science behind it that will lift your whole Once you release the serotonin, serotonin instantly yeah it's just like a, it's, it's proven to to boost your um just your emotions so, like, and your feelings in like a positive way so yeah go work out go for a run do some push-ups do some body weight workouts yeah. go for a bike ride get some wind in your face like you know like so that's what i advise to people who are down and out in a in a lockdown who are not really thinking positive or they're really depressed or something you know it's it's funny like because like even i feel like a lot of these people that are in that situation would know if they went for a run or like they know they would feel better and that's almost like me like i had my phone and i i knew 100 percent if i don't look at this thing i'll feel better i'll do more i'll be happier but I kept doing it and I would be doing it and I'd like almost hate myself because it's like, like I compare it like to the heroin addict or the cocaine addict or whatever. Like they know what they're doing is wrong. There's no, like they're not doing it thinking, Oh, this is good for me. They know exactly how bad it is and they know the repercussions of doing it, but they do it anyway because they're addicted to it. And it's just like, I was fully addicted to my phone, like social media. Like, and I, I hate when people say they're not like when, they're, when, you look at their screen time or you you see them, you know them. It's like, imagine a heroin addict says, I'm not a heroin addict and they just shoot up in front of you and you're like, I can yeah. see it. I, yeah. I can physically see what you're doing and people get so defensive about it but it's like 100% I was. I was like, especially during the lockdown, it was just like, oh, what else am I going to do? When there's so like, you exercise, read, meditate, stretch, swim. Like, or just eat healthy food. Eat healthy. Stay away from processed foods maybe. Yeah. Right? Just, uh... just create a new habit eat some more vegetables or something yeah or simple yeah. stuff but it's just that idea of like how do you reprogram someone that knows what they're doing is bad and what and they know what they should do but they don't do it like that's the big what like how how do you because that's the thing like i just had to come to a point in my mind where i i was like i had to make a call like i'm not gonna do this like i'm not gonna scroll instagram or i'm not gonna watch youtube for ages i'm just like and it it's just that within voice that you've got to convince yourself of like why and it's so like just to even think back of like how long i was doing that for 
And I like I knew, I knew so clearly that I needed to stop, but I still just did it for so long. And then it's like I've done it now, and it's just like oh, like you look like even it's not even that long. It's like two weeks or a week and a bit, and I'm just like I don't want to get back. Like I, <laughs> I don't want to get back into that spot of what I was doing. And then even before I was in it, I was like I want to get out of this spot. So it's just like why why would you fall back into that? But people do all the time. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier to fall back into a bad habit or a addiction of some sort. Yeah. Have you ever felt that with anything? Have you ever felt, good, whether it be good, bad or anything, like f- addicted to a certain feeling or idea or person? Or anything? Uh, you know, I, I don't have an addictive personality really, but, you know, I really like uh, baked goods. <laughs> <laughs> when I see like, like something good in the store, I'm like, ah, oh, that would be good to eat. Yeah, yeah. Right? I think that's a good addiction to have. <laughs> yeah, but mostly I'm, uh, I feel like I have an addiction to learning. Yeah learning reading books yeah i always sometimes i don't want to hang out with people because i'd rather just read a book and write and spend more time doing that right because i i don't know yeah how funny yeah, i'm i'm slowly now coming into that same idea because like that like i thought when i came up here there's like there's people i can go see and meet yeah and i like kind of weighed up my options of what i could do and that was one of them like i could just read and hang out in my treehouse and do that or meet up with someone i was like i'm just gonna read my book and so content with that and so happy with that but it's like it's it's like the have you heard like the success curve and the failure curve how they like they ramp either way so it's like you start to succeed and it's not like it's gonna it's gonna just keep going up at this steady pace it's like you win something or you achieve something it just compounds and it's just like everything gets so much easier so much quicker so like that's what they say the start's always the hardest and it's so true it's like the start of anything is going to be the hardest because you haven't seen results you haven't you haven't gotten the goal or whatever or haven't gotten the job like you get a new job that opens up new doors that makes new people that then grows even more it just it's everything compounds and everything gets better quicker but then the same works for failure if you start to fail you get this negative mindset you start hanging around the wrong people you start hanging around people that say it's okay to fail and then it just skyrockets going downwards so it's like I think people need to know both of those for like if it is going getting rough like you need to stop before it gets starts picking up speed or momentum in that direction if it starts getting good like I said go with that momentum use it because it's like you said powerful fucking thing if you can use it the right way yeah once a ball starts rolling it just keeps going right yeah and I really feel like it's even dude it's even funny just meet like meeting you and like knowing the point I am in my life and like I even just like with um you know when you just have little things come up that are just like why did that happen in a way like even my mum's really into like um like these not like a pump like just cards that read like for futures or whatever yeah like tarot cards tarot card, yeah, yeah like that anyway I'm like I wouldn't say I'm not into it but I've just never really done it like yeah. it's just never been a thing anyway I went over to the house the other day and she just said oh just like just just pick a card and I just went to pick one up like just not really caring it's like actually no I'm gonna like kind of like wave my hand over it and kind of kind of feel it out a bit more and I pick one up went to look at it I was like no nah, that's not it put it down picked up another one and it literally like said word for word kind of like where I'm at in my life and exactly what I want to do and how like it just it was one of those things where you're like this is it just was like too perfect in a way and it was just like yeah. made me just kind of think but it's like all those little things build towards something great and it just like like you said with your reading about why you want don't want to get locked down it's like it's not like you're not attached to that and you're like well that's what's going to happen now that's what has happened but it's that little 
another thing that like pushes towards that idea that you're already like kind of going towards and it's just like if it's a positive thing it's just like a little more positive push like a little bit more wind in the sails a little bit more momentum that you can build into something yeah it's kind of like giving you signs of something you already know but it's mm. like wow it's giving more push towards that mm. and to fully go in it right yeah just like certain numbers you see like 11 11 <laughs> all the time or 777 or, yeah you know sometimes you see numbers repetitively and uh, I look, I look up online when I see those, uh, like I'll see license plates or I'll see numbers on billboards and it's like, Oh, I've seen 777 three times in a row. I'm going to go Google that on my phone Yeah. and look, see what the number means. And then I think about how does this relate to my life? You know, <laughs> they're called angel numbers, right? Yeah. 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 Has so, there, has there ever been anything where you've done that? And then it's like, it's had a bit like of a realization or was it just, yeah, been... just before coming to Byron Bay driving here, I kept seeing all these numbers repeated and like something good is going to happen when I get to Byron. <laughs> yeah. Well, and well, things are happening in Byron. Man. Oh, man. I, yeah. Like I always say to people, cause they like talk about like, I guess backpackers and stuff that come to Byron, like come to Australia, but then just come to Byron. Yeah. And I think like they think this is what Australia is like they think this is like where it is like a lot of people are very similar here but this is like a trip within Australia like it, like yeah. I come here man and like I'm obviously traveled around a lot of Australia and this place it just it has a certain uniqueness to it which is really cool yeah. it's also like probably not now it's probably not the best time to like be in Byron because of the whole schoolies thing and like that that's attached to it but it's still like you still possibly meet lots of people Honestly, I'm at a point now I don't really want to meet school kids, even like going down the beach and hearing yeah. some of the conversations and stuff. It's hard to converse with that, right? Mm. Yeah. It's funny when, like that was another thing when I had a, I guess you kind of have a realization of your maturity when you hear a conversation that I guess you normally would like feel like you could get involved in. And now it's not even like on the radar. Like I was at the beach um, just laying there and these people like school school these kids came down and started chatting and it was just like i was just like comical the stuff they were saying but i was just like oh like don't want to be involved in that at all but it was just funny because i know like a year maybe two years ago or something that would be something i'd probably be like almost i would almost dive into that conversation and start chatting to them and now i just think like i'm so far away from that but it's just mm-hmm. do you do you feel like you had that change oh, or you've just... oh yeah well completely i was just talking to a girl and i was walking uh, down just like an hour a couple hours ago or whatever and um i just we just talked to each other and i just could feel like okay there's no way i can relate to this person <laughs> <laughs> just with how, what they're talking about or you know what i'm saying you know sure there's a beautiful like um girl who's graduating and you know yeah and it's just like you talk to them and uh you just don't have you can't even relate <laughs> yeah <laughs> And that's like, it's not a, like, that's the thing. It's There's not nothing a wrong with it. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, everyone, you know, a lot Do, of great people of any, <laughs> at, at any age, right? <laughs> oh, it's funny though, isn't it? Yeah, but like, I think I used to, I don't know, I think people get that no. idea that it's like, it's a negative thing because I think, because I used to have a thing where I'm like, like everyone should kind of like get along and everyone should like, and that whole idea of like, yeah, everyone just getting along, but like everyone doesn't have to get along. Like, that's the whole point. Like, it's like you don't have to be a dick to someone, but you don't have to get along with someone. You don't have to like someone. Like, you yeah. just like, okay, you're in on that wave. I'm on this wave. We're both going the same direction, different paces probably, like, and different, like, values and whatnot. But, yeah, I just got to the point where I was just like, yeah, you know, like, no one has to like me. Like, you don't have to, but this is who I am. And that's the thing about being genuine. Like, 
but then you do find people like like yourself like when we've like met it's like okay well then like that's the person you want to meet because you're being genuine like if you met that girl and then you started to like put on a persona to attract her it's just you're just faking it like yeah. it's, just all, it's all shit <laughs> you know the real connections just come when you're really just being yourself and mm. you'll really know you know you'll you just know by having a conversation with someone if you connect with them right away mm connect with them within that moment you'll you either have chemistry or you don't you know with about like probably the first minute of talking to someone you normally have a pretty good idea of like which direction it's gonna go yeah do you do you ever use like um like tinder or any like dating apps or anything like that or yeah it... i used it um when i was in melbourne yeah and that's because it was lockdown yeah how else are you gonna actually meet people but do you find that's like i really hate it because i i hate trying to like I'm not good at starting the conversation yeah. or like yeah. trying to get across. It's just, that doesn't, I'm like, once I'm in, like once I meet someone and once I start like open up and like start chatting to someone, it's quite easy for me. But like the start's always just like, how do you come across as like not a dick, but like fun. I don't know. Like it's just to me, that part's just like that, on social media. It's so dry. Yeah, the opening line for like a Tinder thing. It's, it's always the hardest or it's like, it's just shit though you just it's don't so know shit. if you have a connection or not right you just yeah. kind of are winging it and guessing it by reading their bio or just seeing them <laughs> and then you meet in person maybe one day and it's like I don't have anything in common <laughs> have you I just ever, don't even connect <laughs> with this person right but have you ever talked to someone and then met up with them and it's just like almost like you were catfish but like they're obviously they they look what they look like but they're just a completely different person than what that you perceive them to be yeah totally yeah it's <laughs> yeah. it's like what am I doing here <laughs> You're just like, oh, it's like, oh, just even honestly, even just the sound of their voice. Like, I, I don't want to sound shallow or anything, but you know, there's just certain people like you just if they've got like a high pitched, annoying voice or something, you're like, yeah, like I just like even that to to that extent, you're just like, oh, well, I've, um, yeah. I've I've messed up here. If I'm in a relationship or I'm dating a girl, I need to be attracted to her voice. Yeah, I love I love a nice girl who's like, where like I like your voice. It's nice. Yeah, or yeah, it's it's, it's, it's there's so many things like come together to make that perfect person or perfect relationship or connection yeah and it's all those little things but i think we base it so much on just like a, a visual look like how much better would it be we should we just just started i've just had a great idea that we should we should pitch but like imagine if you had a dating website and you had voice recordings just voice recordings yeah like a podcast like you just literally had <laughs> five minutes to say who you are as a person what your values are what your core values are what you want to do, what you're looking for in a person, and that's and you just listen to that, or and that was because yeah. then and then you wouldn't be able to see them, and then if like you did match with them, then maybe that opened up like another audio thing, be like okay, well this like and, and then like so level, on level two, yeah, you'd you go up to the level. first level, yeah. go to the next level. <laughs> but like <laughs> imagine the people you would actually start like you you would be so much more it would be so much more in tune to like what you your values are and who you are as a person and like for longevity like it's going to be way better than oh, okay she's got she looks good sweet nothing else connects nothing not one thing yeah but like that should almost be like you have the voice thing and then after the voicing level two then it's photos yeah like something like that but if anyone hears this and wants to sell it to tinder or something but yeah. we're gonna patent it what are we gonna call it <laughs> The, no, oh. there'd be some funny recordings I bet I'd be like <laughs> what the heck is that <laughs> you can already um, imagine it <laughs> oh fuck that because it's funny man even like the whole thing with podcasting and whatnot. like 
the the thing I like about the most is that you listen to this or like you, I've done a few now and like people are going to know who you like they have a good idea of who you are as a person mm-hmm. from listening to this and if they saw photos of your Instagram or met you out for just say like a little bit like you don't really you don't you get an idea but it's 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 hard to like build a proper picture around you as a person but if you sit down and talk for an hour like you have a pretty good idea of who that person is and you can't bullshit for an hour, like or three hours or however long the, like the podcast goes like you can't like it's so you get caught out you stumble like it's like it's so obvious to see and people people see it so so clearly so yeah. it's like being completely genuine and just in a format where it's just like you don't have a visual like I'll put this up no one no one knows how, how you look no one knows like obviously we've had a bit of a backstory of how we just met in Byron Bay with Vans but it's just like no one has a preconceived notion of who you are or what, like as a person or anything and mm-hmm. I think that's such a like a beautiful thing to have people just hear someone speak the way you do and be the way you are and not have any other attachment to it not have any other bias or anything to go along with that and I think that's something that we we take for granted now. Like, we take for granted just the idea of just hearing what someone's got to say. With Because like, how many times do you either, like, m- m- hear about a person, whether it be a girl or a guy, and straight away you go on their social media and you start to, like, look through their photos and you build an idea in your head of, like, who they are as a person. Yeah. And then straight away, no matter... Like, you'll build this idea of who they are as a person and then with that, it's hard to shift that to it like to to what they actually are because mm-hmm. I've like I've already okay you're this person from these photos I've seen from these comments you've you've posted from this video or whatever that's who I think you are and now when I meet you and you're completely different I've still got that idea of who you are pretty imprinted in my brain so now you've kind of got who you are and who you're, I think you are and those are those are two forces fighting each other to actually build who you actually fucking are and that's such a shit way to meet someone because you it's like it's not like that's I met that like girl the other night and it's just like I have no idea who you are I've never seen a photo of you I've never chatted to you we had like we talked for like five minutes we obviously felt something that went further as like getting a phone number and then we chatted later but it's like that's how you meet people because you fucking know if you like that person or not from that encounter yeah. not like and then just seeing pictures and oh, like and I, text you. There's no emotion in text. You won't no, be able to decipher really what the feeling is. Oh, behind it, it sucks, man. It yeah. sucks. Even when like um, we started talking, she gave me Instagram. I was like, I just like, I almost don't want it. Like I don't want it. even with mine because I have like a bit of a following for writing. Yeah, people see like that I've got so many followers, and then that's it. That's instantly they're like, oh, like it changes their idea of who I am. Yeah. And it fully, it, it honestly would do the same to me. If I looked at a girl that has like a K, like like 10K or more, I already have this preconceived nation. Not to anyone listening that's got 10K as a girl, I'm sorry, but like a bit of a bitch. To be honest, like a bit up for herself, a bit like, and I don't want people to think that of me because like, but it's the same, like yeah. it's exactly the same. But mm-hmm. it's just like from what I've encountered and experienced, it just seems like that's how it is. Yeah. But how like, that's what I, I love meeting people in person because there's there's no there's no backstory there's no bias there's no anything it's just like it's so raw like this is you this is me mm-hmm. it's either going to work or it's not if it doesn't that's fine you don't have to like me i don't like me sometimes <laughs> sometimes i suck but that's fine we go our separate ways and it's done yeah but well it changes the perception when you like okay this person has 100k followers and you just met them and yeah you see, like when i met you i saw you like whoa this guy's got a lot of followers i got his instagram and like whoa 
I was like, yeah, I, you know, it's it's kind of shifts it the way you think, the, yeah, a little bit of your image of that person, right? Instantly, until you really start to get to know that person, and then you know, it's just you get how, you understand who they are, and you get a deeper understanding, yeah, yeah. But how, like, oh, and but especially for girls, meaning like a guy who has a lot of followers and just who they met, that can mm. definitely shift the way they see it as well. The the biggest thing for me now, I don't want. A girl that's attracted to a following. Exactly. I hate it. Yeah. Like, I fully will see a girl that's got, like, 500 followers, and I'll be like, yes, like, you're going to be a fucking real person. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, attracted to that. And then, for me, it's almost like, I just want to, like... Like, it's, yeah, it's like it says it changes. And then they might have an... Like, and I wouldn't... I'd hate it. Hate it if, like, a girl was, like, not that interested in me. Sora had a bit of a following, even though it's just, like, mainly 14-year-old boys that like riding mountain bikes, which is totally fine. But, yeah. like... It's like if they change their idea of me or like then were somehow more attracted to me. I don't want to be around that. Like that sucks. That sucks so, so bad. But it's like, how do we program it? Like we're not programmed, but it's just like, that's what you just got to put yourself out there and go meet people like the whole fashion way. And I think yeah. the whole COVID thing has just made that tricky at the moment. So it, mm, yeah, like, but Australia is a good place to be right now for that as you know, summer hits every other place is in winter so they're having more cases things are locking mm. down in a lot of other places in the world mm. but it's the summer in Australia mm. and we've had pretty hard lockdowns in like Victoria mm. and now things are open it's a good place to be right now for that it's, yeah do, do, you, do you look at it now like I even when we're in it it seemed like some of and I still think some of the precautions were maybe a bit went a bit far but they're also like they're writing the textbook for it now like they're kind of like it's all they're, they're making it up as they kind of go along in Victoria, yeah. yeah in Victoria and it was and it was tough and it was hard but you also look at it like we've pretty much beaten it mm. and like how many other countries have beaten it the way we have no, we, and, and what we get to experience now we had that intense lockdown in Victoria that was like really hard and other people were messaging me from Canada being like get out of get out of there it's too it's everyone around the world knew how hard it was yeah but now there's been like zero cases for like 20 something days or I don't even know, I haven't looked at it because it just seems like it disappeared. Yeah, right? it's, it's been beaten. Everything's open, you don't even need to wear a mask, at least in New South Wales where I am now. But mm. No, you don't have to wear one in Victoria either. Really? It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's done. Oh so, yeah, this is, uh, all the borders are open mm. and uh, it just I'm grateful to be here, you know? Mm. Just super grateful. Yeah, like, even I was talking to the guy I'm staying with at the moment and he was just like, showed me some photos on the wall and his dad went and fought in the war. Yeah. And I look at it like, most people are getting paid to sit inside and really get time to grow. Like you're getting paid to, to read books or like educate yourself or do whatever you want. Really? Like as much as you are in a box, which is stressful to a lot of people, you still can use that time as you want it. And you're getting paid to do that. Like people back then got sent off to war and like, (laughs) yeah, you, yeah. Like you can do the comparison to that and you just think we have got it so lucky like mm-hmm. you look at the bigger picture and like how bad it could be and you, what could happen and you compare it to something that happened that's way worse like even mm. like the holocaust for example yeah. you can compare it to that and still be super grateful for how we are right mm. yeah yeah that's yeah. it's, it's yeah, all perspective man but you but you can use that time to do inner work if you really want um to being locked down in your house use it for inner work mm. and you know how there's like um, monks who are in caves in the Himalaya mountains and that's how they find their inner peace and their enlightenment mm. well you can use your apartment as that cave you can use your bedroom as that cave it doesn't have to be a, a cave in the Himalaya mountains to find that mm. you can do it in your own room well, you can do it in your head you can head can be wherever yeah. it wants to be yeah 
I, I hope a lot of people like I feel like it was like I keep saying it like it's one of the best things that probably has ever happened to me because it's put me in a new mindset and a new way of looking at things and you, you always hear about people like I'm not not even going to compare it closely to being to jail but at the same time you're locked away you're like you've you've got a lot of time to work on yourself and that's the whole point of what prison is is to reflect and grow and change and I feel like I just got time to yeah, reflect grow and change and that's exactly what I did and I'm so grateful for that because mm. you kind of look at like I look at how long like how long would it have taken me to get to where I am now if it didn't happen and it could have been years where instead it was six months and I'm just like I'm so grateful for that time and I'm so grateful where I am now and it's just like and for even how like I did a podcast at the start of the pandemic and where my head was at and now I did one now because it seems to be over and I'm traveling again and completely 180 from like negativity and sadness and despair and lack of hope to now just like would go back and if I could go back to March and hit the reset button and you could say go down the COVID path or go down the normal path COVID path 100% yeah and that's crazy to think but then you can think about that with probably most of like some pivotal negative events in your life yeah exactly I might not even be here if there was no like lockdown and things were open in Melbourne I would have a whole completely different life I could have you know stayed there because I would have been oh I like it I like it here yeah even though I did like it it's still a great place yeah but just everything was closed Mm. right so I didn't experience it and right when borders are opening I'm like this is my chance I'm gonna just go just do it so the lockdown is really can direct your whole route right I change everything and you can be grateful for that yeah right no dude it's a, it's a really exciting time and it's really cool that yeah we actually met each other at the time we did and the place I feel like I'm going into and the place you've obviously been for a while now but mm-hmm. just with just with everything it's just like it's it's I don't know I, I look at it now I don't feel like <laughs> say it's not going to happen often because I don't think it's ever happened to meet someone on that very similar path at that similar time and just all these different factors that lined up to make that happen I'm like that's like it's it's a, it's a trip for sure like it's a massive trip but super positive as well and I like I definitely urge people that are in that state of like maybe not you could say fear or just unknown to step out there and like experience things that they know within themselves they want to experience but have that doubt or like fear or whatever it is and like just step out there and do it like just jump jump yeah that's where you're gonna grow is in, that's yeah in the unknown exactly jump out into the unknown <laughs> and see what life has to offer you and see what you can learn and you might change your whole career your whole life path right everything yeah you know no it's a crazy thing man i'll um yeah one of the greatest dream killers is a salary yeah you know, the salary i'm comfortable it's comfort yeah that's the killer for people's dreams because they're comfortable yeah and then it's even like with it sounds bad but like you say the salary and like even like family because family reinforce that idea of comfort and that's like you know what we were saying before about the what does it show me the great man that's the son of a great man and it's the whole thing about people that are obviously well off and have money and have power and all that and they like instead of putting their children through like the hardship that they probably had to endure to get where they are they give them everything they want they're spoon, they're spoon yeah. Fed. yeah and they become spoiled arrogant shitheads <laughs> and it's just like but then it's it's gonna be a tricky thing being a parent to see like see your, your child suffer but know it's for the right reasons but it's that balance of suffering enough and then helping them enough and giving them the right advice and putting them around the right people but mm-hmm. 
I hope by the time I actually have a kid that I'm in a place where that's um, not... It shouldn't even be a challenge. It should just be like second nature. But hopefully I've got the wisdom to actually like instill that into someone one day, which would be pretty cool. Yeah, guide them along the way and um, yeah. teach them how to um, do the right thing. and Yeah. Yeah, be successful, but also be very... You know, you can be loving and compassionate. Yeah, too, right? <laughs> yeah a bit of everything. Show them what love is and um, to understand that. Just right? the whole package. No, but awesome. also um, a good work ethic in life, right? Good work ethic. Yeah, like the whole value of the dollar and earning it and putting yourself out there. And yeah, that's one thing yeah. I've got to say about like, um, my dad was like, I definitely looked at him as being like a, a great man with what he was able to achieve. Like he invented things and he was very driven and just, he always did such a good job of like keeping us not in line, but like making us see the value of a dollar, making us work, making us put in because yeah. he would always say to us, he's like, I don't care what you do, but you've got to do something. I don't want you to be lazy. I don't want you to feel like you've got a free ride. Like you've got to put in and make it happen. And that's exactly what he instilled in us. And just like that in itself is priceless really. Like it's so such a, such a thing that you can almost like you take for granted what, when he's making you work in like, in whatever job we had to do on the farm or something and like you actually like he's just like oh come on and like we still get we did got looked after and we were like did have a good childhood but it's just like he did make us work for a lot of it as well which at the Mm -hmm. time you're like fuck you kind of thing and you get a bit annoyed but looking back you're like yeah it's like the whole you thank me one day and a lot of people don't realize realize it right yeah hard work it um helped you build who you were and give you your drive yeah for sure yeah Oh, that's cool, man. All right, we can wrap this up now. But do you, do you anything else you want to say before we go? Nah, well, yeah, I'm grateful that we met and that we got to do this podcast and uh, the, all the synchronicities in life that matter, um, that help people meet each other where they meet each other along the path. And mm. uh, yeah, just super grateful to be here. Nah, that's cool, yeah. man. That's really cool. And you just think about, like, I look at this and, like, wherever direction our lives go, wherever you end up, wherever end up, like put this out in the world. And it's just like, you've got that little snippet of just like that random moment that shouldn't have happened. Like realistically, like this shouldn't have happened, but somehow for whatever reasons, whatever fate it came into it. And then if you put it out there into the world, it's just like, well, it's there forever. And like, I think about imagine when you're 80 or 90 or something and you just go, Hey, like listen to that podcast when I met that guy in Byron Bay and have that memory and then, and then it puts you back in this moment like you will be back in this room feeling those emotions you mm. felt and having that and it'll, it'll recharge you in a way because it would be like it'll bring back those emotions and it's just like I look at that as like the coolest thing about doing something like a podcast because it's yeah. so simple so easy but it, it stores so many feelings and emotions within it so yeah no, pumped you came and did it man really pumped right. yeah, good shit you.